Welcome back to On The Spot. Devin and I have found our way back. We missed the spot last week. Uh, couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. Where was the spot at? It was veiled from our <laughs> sides. Anyhow, we're back. Uh, glad to be back here with you, brother. It was a little Good bit of a crazy here. week last week. Yes. A uh, crazy week this week. Uh, but we're here. We're talking on the spot. And this week, you have the word of the day for us. So uh, if you're if you're ready, let's get to rolling, man. I am ready. Let's uh, let's go before the Lord in prayer. Yeah. Father, we thank you so much uh, for this time to be able to talk about your word. It is so exciting. Your word gives life. It gives light. And uh, Lord, we just ask for light and life and the things that we're going to talk about that it would encourage us. Bless us and encourage those who listen as well. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So. What do you got for us, man? I'm on pins and needles over here. I have a word. It is a very common word and one that we look at often enough or experience every day. Okay. All right. Emotions. Mm-hmm. So if we look back, and I want to kind of go all the way back to the very beginning. Going way back. Way, way back. Back in time. So the Bible says that we were created in the image of God. Genesis 1, 26 yeah. and 27 yeah. says in the image of God, he made them man and woman. He created them. And so in his image and in his likeness. Now, there's been all kinds of theories and things Have we can dig into out? there. But I want to say that God created us. Uh, we'll just say that these terms are used in the Bible, spirit, soul, and body. One of the things that we have that God has given to us that may, is a part of our makeup is emotions. Yes. And those emotions could be wonderful, amazing things. And sometimes if they're abused or misused, they can lead us down the wrong path. Mm. Was right next a little bit this morning on the pursuit of pleasure, yeah. talking about the you know just those pursuit at the altar of self, and sometimes we get into seeking pleasure. Here is the key point to this this that we're looking at here is that we were created in the image of God, and so that every emotion that we have is a God given blessed gift. Hmm. And what the enemy seeks to do now when we fell. From the very image of God, we're still in the image of God. We still have that, like, a. I always like, somebody painted a word picture for me once, and I really loved it. It always stuck in my mind. They're like, if you take a penny, you put it on the train track, train runs over it, you look at it, the, the, the image is still in the penny. Have you ever seen one of those yes. pennies? Yeah. But it's just so faint and distorted. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And that is what he said. That's what we look like with God. We're just run over by the train of sin and it has completely, you know, messed us up. We're sort of, but inside there is the image of God all messed up and distorted. And, you know, sometimes it gets out of whack, but I want to talk about these things because these are such things like we talk about anger, fear, joy. We could take any one of those and dwell the whole time on this, but I want to just talk about emotions good and bad emotions what's your what's your thoughts yeah i think that that's yeah it's such a um such a pivotal part not only um of our lives period but especially our lives as believers right i mean because just the duplicitous nature that we can have on that that the enemy uh that we that insert anyone here can you you know you meant it for evil against me, but God meant it for good. I mean, these so many things in our lives, our our whole life basically is wrapped up in this 
good things that God has designed, created, given, bestowed upon us, but the enemy is twisting and contorting and distorting and you trying to use for our detriment right. when God means them for good. And I look at, you know, as you're mentioning this word, emotions, um, yeah, I mean, is, is there a more ongoing battle that we face that, that's more intense, more ever-present, and just all-consuming as us battling ourselves? Right. You know, and, and, yes. and because that's ultimately that's what we're doing with our emotions, right? Is uh, Paul discipline his body, you know, buffeting his body. Um, yeah, such a powerful word. I think that... Uh, yeah, this is going to be a good one. Right, I mean, because you look at, you're doing a, right now the fear of the Lord. Yeah, yeah. And I love that. And we could look at fear, to, I, I, you know, there's a couple things right here. But let's look at, you know, we could look at depression. I mean, is that a powerful emotion? Yeah. And have we been wow. there before? I mean, yeah. we'd be sunk down deep into depression where you don't even want to get out of bed, don't want to see anybody, just feeling like an utter failure or whatever it is. But that is, what does that come from? Where, where is the healthy part of depression? Because I want to talk about, you know, I'm, I'm not nailing depression, but I just want to give an example of here is what is the healthy part of depression and how is it now twisted by the enemy to made us into this sloth-like character that can't do anything? Yeah. You know, I think of, I think of some scriptures here, um, the Beatitudes, you know, Matthew chapter five, I had a pastor tell me one time, he's like, my greatest advice to you uh, is get in Matthew 5, 6, and 7. Stay there until you can live that life perfectly. I was like, okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> not going to happen. Okay. It was like, right? Yeah. It's like, well, let me see how I do with that. Let me pull up uh, Matthew 5. I think it's 5, 3, something like that. Uh, Matthew 5, 4. It's the second beatitude. Okay. Uh, this is Jesus, you know, starting, this is his intro yes. into the Sermon on the Mount, so to speak. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Mm. And, and I know it's not necessarily uh, depression, uh, but, but mourning is kind of in that same, at least category in my mind. Mm. And, you know, and, and understanding that, hey, as we're talking about this, there are... Um, clinical chemical imbalances mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. things that we're not dismissing. No, I'm not uh, you know, we're, yeah, we're, we're we're not taking that thing of just like, oh, you know, they just don't do that. No, yeah, just don't be sad. Yes. Yeah, it's like, yeah. listen, if you got if you got some things that are going on, I mean, you just can't shake them. Yes, you know, because that's that's our our initial uh, resolve is to. Um, you know, rally the troops in our own minds and kind of get over this type thing. Right. You know, if you've got a lingering issue that's just continuing, there's no real relief in sight. Go, go to your doctor. Go to a healthcare yes. professional, right. mental healthcare professional, someone, and, and seek out some help. But these, you know, when we're, when we're talking about these emotions that are stirring here, I think that so often in our society, and I actually mentioned this on Sunday. Um, in, in regards to fear specifically, but I think all emotions, I think that there's a, a, a heavy level of encouragement for us to just not feel. Yes. You know, just 
just become numb. Numb everything. Yeah, numb, numb all of these emotions. You know, we talked about it in light of fear on Sunday, but I think that it's with all of them. Right. And I think our society is kind of because we can't target an emotion right now. Right. Like if 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 you're facing, um, you know, something that that strikes terror or fear in your heart. We've not advanced in our technology and our medicine enough to where we can say, okay, if you do this or if you take this medicine, it will target terror. Yes. And it will curb that. No, it just curbs everything right. at this point. And I look at this in Matthew 5. I know this is kind of a long-winded trail no, to get okay. around here. Um, but we see that Jesus like, blessed are those who are mourning, those who are mourning, because I'm going to comfort them. Amen. We're experiencing this particular emotion that Jesus is talking about here because we face things in our life that are sad, right? Yes. As a result of that fall. Yes. But that gives an opportunity for Jesus to comfort us. Right, and I think that to deny those parts of you, here's like, you know, we, for guys, sometimes we say we don't like to feel afraid because we think it makes us look weak. Right. So we turn, what do we turn our fear into? Anger. Yep. But it is unveiled uh, fear yeah. that's all that it is right there fear in a different whereas form, depression yeah. would be frozen fear mm. you've now sunk deeper into this place where it mobilizes you know and i think we have a biblical example of both you know we could we could say that saul mm. the apostle um one time you know he heard david uh, coming back from one of the battles and the women came out and said oh saul has saying his thousands and david his tens of thousands and then he became jealous and then, you know, his fear, because he said it, he actually describes, what more can he have except the kingdom? Right. Oh my goodness, this guy is now my, this guy that slayed Goliath is now my adversary. He became afraid of David. Yeah. And what happened with that fear? That fear turned into explosive outburst of wrath yeah. that he had when he tried to hurl a spear at David, even when his son one time said, man, David, what's what wrong has he done to you? Remember when he took his hand, he slayed Goliath, mm -hmm. man. He said, you were very pleased with him then. Well, he got so mad that he said, man, he called him a son of a whore. Yep. He said, and then he said, man, you, and he threw a spear to kill his own son because he was acting completely out of fear and i love it that because i don't want us to deny our fear yeah if yeah. you know that's what it is we we need to say i don't want to reject push down stomp on make it mad when we do that either goes one way it's either going to come out as explosive anger or it's going to sink down into depression yeah these are so important if you stop if you start turning away from the path that god has called you on and begin to act in your own strength without the spirit of god you're going to sink into one of those two levels because god says hey fear is okay he made that just like sadness is okay blessed yeah. are those who mourn yeah. all these emotions even when we think they're negative are god-given uh, gifts for us to be able to say they can help us in life if we take them to god and deal with them in a proper yeah it's that sanctifying them right it's yes. not doing away with the emotions it's just sanctifying the emotions right. running them Again, the focus being Jesus Christ in everything that we do, uh, and I think we see a couple others. You know, you, King Saul there was just an you know a, a incredible example. But I think that when we see him going with the anger, you know, and the wrath, and yes. just going on tilt, so to speak, I think that we could look at either Elijah or uh, King Solomon. Elijah's Either a one. great one. I mean, from sinking down into the depression, I yes. mean, to the point of God just going, "Listen, go." 
go take a nap. Here's a snack. Get your snack, take a nap, wake up, you, you're going to feel better. You know, you know, he has to remove him. God has to remove him and supply for him for a long period of time. Yes. Um, you know, King Solomon has everything that you could ever imagine from a monetary and a worldly possessions type thing. And he has it in abundance to the place that other world leaders don't even believe it. Right. And then they come see it and they're blown away by it. Yes. And then he writes in the book of Ecclesiastes that it's all meaningless. Right. And he doesn't end well because he falls into this pit of despair because he's trying to find his happiness and his value in all of these other things, Mm. but they're just leading him even further into this mourning, into this depression. Right. Uh, Such a powerful thing. And then, you know, conversely, though, which again, just like the Bible does, um, we see in Romans chapter 12 where Paul, referencing back to the Beatitudes, the Mm -hmm. Sermon on the Mount, says rejoice with those who rejoice. Who rejoice. Yes. Just another example of our emotions being something that God has given us and that we need to use rightly. Right back to the story of Elijah, he even states his fear. I am no better than my father's. His fear was that he was going to be a failure. Oh, my goodness. Has anybody felt like that (laughs) before? Please give an amen if you felt like that. Um, But yes, I'm going to be no better than all the rest of the people. I'm not worthy. And he fell into a state of depression that God had to lift him. Actually, God had to just come and show him a revelation of his self and his power and then tell him, look, I got this many people reserved for me. You're not the only one that I'm dealing with here. Because that's sometimes we get in that pride and ego. And these are all, once again, God gave us a sense of self. You know, his our self-worth is not in our accomplishments, but in his love for us. Yeah. And But when it happens, we warp it out of sense. We get to that pride of life. Um, Psalm's a great example, man. God gave us sex, a wonderful, amazing feeling, and joy in marriage and those mm-hmm. things. But when we turn him into something else outside the spirit, the Bible says specifically that he was led astray because he gave his heart over and loved many foreign women. An emotion, right? Love. I mean, love is not necessarily emotion, but it does contain emotion. Yeah. He loved many foreign women. He gave his heart over to them, whatever emotional content that was, and they turned him to worship and serve other gods which God said you shall not serve and his heart the Bible says specifically about this his heart departed from the Lord that's a scary thought right there right and it's uh I mean it's perversion yes and I mean perversion is bigger than the context of lust sexual desires things of that nature yes it means it's the wrong version yes it's the wrong version uh, so you know, applied, you know, to a sexual connotation, it just means that perversion means that it's the wrong version of what it was intended to be by God. Yeah. Same thing with fear. When it goes to wrath, it's perverted fear. Right. Uh, when, you know, falling into, you know, long-term states of depression that aren't, uh, you know, clinical and chemical, you know, that it's the wrong version of mourning, of sadness, mm. that, you know, that type of thing. So whenever we look at these things, we have to understand, are we viewing these emotions through? Um, and, you know, I, I think in several of my messages, I've said that emotions make horrible masters. That's right. They're horrible gods. Like a roller coaster ride. But that's what they are to most sure. of us. It's like we are controlled by our emotions 
And we serve our emotions instead of our emotions serving us. Somebody told me when I had to, when I was inside and had to learn about why I did certain things, um, one of the truths that I learned was we act based on our emotions. Mm-hmm. That's such a powerful thing. We act based on how we feel. Uh, I got a gut feeling about this, we say, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And we do that, and and that is the wrong thing to make those our emotions, our, our God, and to serve those things. We need to, once again, present them to God. God doesn't want you to run or deny your emotions. Here it is. Let's talk about um, an example, Judas Iscariot. Yeah. I love this because what emotion did he have at the end? He was angry at Jesus, whatever. He betrayed him. And then afterwards, he was sorrowful. Yes. There's an emotion yep. that he was full of remorse. Uh, and if we just go, he hung himself and died. And if we go to First Corinthians or Second Corinthians 7, one of those two right there, Paul dealing with that the, the remorse of the world brings, the sorrow of the world brings death. But the sorrow that is from God brings life. Once again, here it is. Back to, uh, and and this is the whole key. Emotions are good, God-given gifts, but we must bring each one of them to God, whatever we're feeling, whether it's joy or sadness. You know, that God could lead us into the right place to deal with these emotions rightly because the enemy is going to seek to pervert. He's going to seek to tear us down. He's going to seek to lead us astray and make those. He loves it when our emotions are God. Yeah. Yeah, and that's uh, you know, kind of the question that's going through my mind yes. right now is, uh, okay, if I'm a listener to what we're talking about now, I may be, um, you know, it, the, the words may be resounding, may be striking a chord with me. I think the question now becomes, well, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, it's like I'm, um, I'm struggling right now with, let's say I'm struggling with sadness. Yes. Uh, what do I do? Uh, and, and we here, we give spiritual counsel. You know, right. there's some practicality to it, but we give spiritual counsel. That's what we do. And I'm going to now give the spiritual counsel that has made the most impact on my life. Yes. Maybe period, point blank. But I can tell you it's made the most impact in my life from dealing with my emotions and coping uh, through these seasons of life. For me is when I had someone tell me when I'm struggling with an emotion, Find my voice in the book of Psalms. Mm, beautiful. And that's what that's what it was told. It's like camp out in the book of Psalms. 150 chapters. Read it, reread it, reread it again until you find your voice, because I promise you your voice is in there somewhere. Amen. Find what you're going through. Because I don't know of a range of emotion that's not dealt with. Mm, that's for sure. In the book of Psalms. Yes. And I love this practical outplaying of it because there is in Every emotion that we see in Psalm, there's a recognition of it, an acknowledgement of it, and a here's what I'm doing about it. Mm. What it could, you know, it could be that my soul is sorrowful, but yet I look unto you. Yes. You know, it's like you know, we're seeing David and these other psalmists that are riding this roller coaster coaster of an emotion of life. That's right. And experiencing everything. Up and down. Up and down. But there's always this this adjustment that we see them make and they're not even just saying and here's what you do when this happens they're saying here's what i'm doing yes you know god why do my enemies prevail why are they rewarded why are the wicked flourishing Mm. but and then they'll make this switch in their own writing in their own heart 
and and that's just what I would encourage our listeners to do right now. If you're struggling struggling emotionally with something, my spiritual counsel to you is find your voice in the book mm. of Psalms. Now, listen, it could take some investment for you. Sure, I'm not going to lie. This isn't going to be, you know, I'm going to open my Bible up and whatever page it falls to, you're going to find it there. This is this can take some intentional deliberate seeking out in the book of Psalms. Again, I, there's been times that I've had to read it and reread it three and four times through. And then I'll finally, all of a sudden, just something clicks. It's like, oh, there it is. Hey, God meets you. Yeah. I think that's the key aspect. You know, just looking how to deal with this. Jesus said, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful. And here's a word we, we miss, even unto death. I mean, he wasn't saying, I'm going to die right now. He said, man, I feel so bad. I just want to lay down on the ground and do nothing. This is the Savior that we yes. read through the Gospels that experience all of these Everything. emotions of wept. Jesus well. wept. Yeah. I mean, he was joyful. He, you know, I mean. Uh, he mourned over a city. Yes. He cried over Exactly. Nazareth. He, if anybody had the proper aspect of dealing with an emotion, what did he do? And I love what you said. He connected with God. Mm-hmm. Stay here and pray with me. And he went a little wise from there. And he prayed earnestly. And I love that, you know, because he connected. Just what you're talking about, people. I think the very first thing is find your connection with God in the Psalms. You know, listen to those things. God is going to meet you. Find your connection. Find your connection with God, however that looks, right there in the Word, because I can tell you how much that is important. And the second thing I want to add to what you said, find your connection with somebody. Yeah. Be able to share your heart, your struggles, your experience of being able to say, I am going through it right now because the Bible says that two are better than one because if one falls down, he's got nobody to pick him up again. But if one falls down, he's with his brother, he can help him up. And I just think that's what God rejoice with those who rejoice, weep yeah. with those who weep. I'm gonna, somebody shared this with me. It's stuck in my brain. They said, man, a sorrow shared is half the sorrow yeah. and a joy shared is double the joy. You know what I mean? It's just like, that's why we do that. And I think that's so keyed up when we get to to emotions let's remember man these are god-given a uh, uh, god-given things that we need to deal with them before the throne of god take them to him whether it's joy or whether it's sorrow whether it's anger whether it's fear whatever it is just take it right before him god i am experiencing that god wants to be he loves us so much he wants to know what we're going through amen amen good stuff so good yeah 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 All right. Well, we just want to say thank you so much for joining us. If you have any comments, questions, please uh, write them in the comment section below. If you'd like to get a hold of us, we can be reached at FCCGrayson.com, or you could reach out and give us a call. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to participate with you. If you want to come to church here, it'd be awesome, and we would grow in the grace and the knowledge of God together. Um, With that said, Ben, would you close out? I'd be glad to. Father, thank you. For everything, I just I started wondering what I was going to thank you about, and things just started flooding my mind right there. Mm-hmm. And I just uh, you're so good to us, and and one of the things that you have given us to uh, to help us and for us to be thankful for are our emotions. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine uh, an emotionless life. How dull and uh, how boring and miserable that would be, to be honest with you. But, uh, God, I pray that uh, just like everything else in this world, what what you have given us for our good Mm. of the world, our enemy, uh, and even ourselves at times, uses it in the wrong way and for the wrong purposes, uh, and it becomes a detriment to us. Mm. So I pray that you would just help to focus us in 
uh, to utilize our emotions as a blessing, as a good gift that you have given us to uh, help us navigate this life, to feel uh, the, the highs, the lows, the in-betweens, and we can experience you in each and every one of those. Father, I pray for our listeners this morning that may be struggling, that, uh, that they would turn to you, they would seek you, uh, and God, that they would just uh, find uh, the relief uh, the the joy that they're looking for. And God, also pray uh, for the strength and the courage that if they are in a season that they've, they've felt like that they've turned to you, they've turned to the Word, they've turned to all of these things, mm-hmm. and God, they just uh, turn to one another, and they're still just struggling that, God, that uh, they, would, uh, they would just reach out to someone to get help, Father. Uh, God, you have gifted men and women um, to help treat our bodies. And God, you've also gifted the men and women to help to treat our minds and our emotions. And we're thankful that you have gifted them that way. And I just pray that uh, we would utilize uh, these gifts in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you.